You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Marrying Again is a book by professional marriage counselors Ron and Nancy Keller, which offers compassionate, biblical, and relatable guidance on sensitive topics for Christians and the church. The reality is, marriages do end, and many who are divorced carry guilt thinking they should never marry again, or God won't bless a second marriage, while others endure judgment from other Christians. Our guests today address these and many other topics, including impact of divorce on older children or adult children, and guiding your children if they're spending time with your ex who is not a Christian. Dr. Ron Keller is a nationally licensed clinical pastoral counselor and a certified temperament therapist. He has more than 40 years of experience in corporate consulting, as well as youth, marriage, and family counseling. Nancy is a certified prepare enrich trainer for therapists and clergy, and has also trained many marriage mentor couples. Nancy's call is helping couples have strong, solid, fulfilling marriages that honor God. Welcome to another episode of the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm Tina Griffin. If you've watched the previous three episodes on marriage this week, you can see how conviction and cracking the whip can actually help us instill more love for our spouse this Valentine's time of the year. We're talking all about marriage this week with biblical counselors, Ron and Nancy Keller. Ron and Nancy, thank you for joining us on the program today. How are you guys doing from cold Minneapolis, Minnesota? <laughs> We're doing great. Thanks for having us, Tina. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, that's why you have the double shirt on, and then you have the turtleneck. So, um, yeah, it, is it nippy up there? You guys still have snow? What's it like up in Minneapolis right now? A very unusual winter. Very. Yesterday it was 50 degrees above zero. Right. That's amazing. We have no snow, which is very unheard of for us in January, or almost February, really. That's wild. You said 50 above zero, so you guys can be sunbathing later on today. We could. We might. We might. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. You both yeah. live, obviously, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You have five adult children. You enjoy sailing, photography, kayaking, and biking. I, I want your life. How do you fit that all in? We do our best to fit it all in. We have a lot of fun doing it. Right, right. We don't fit it all in all the time, that's, that's for sure. That's so funny. I'm like, this is a fun couple. I'm reading over the 42 activities you guys do, and I'm like, I want to do like three of those. I want to get three of those in this year. <laughs> Let's, I, I'm so glad you're on the program because I think it's so important that, you know, we had three other fantastic episodes talking about marriage, what the wife can do to become a better person closer to Christ, to be a better spouse for her husband, husband, vice versa. But I had to get this angle in the mix because so many people, you were saying before we started taping, Ron, that so many people um, find themselves in a divorce situation where you were saying about half of America, their marriages end in divorce. And then 70% you were saying of those people that got divorced do end up remarrying. Can you go a little more into stats on why you're so passionate about this topic? Well, first of all, Nancy and I experienced uh, being married and divorced and getting remarried. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a very, very difficult time in both of our lives. Both of us uh, had no idea that we were ever going to get married again, didn't want to get married again. And so uh, we were fortunate to trust God for a plan that we didn't think was for us. And it, he gave us this gift of another ch another chance. So 
So we've been uh, we've been writing stuff, been working with couples for 35, 37 years now, and so uh, we feel like people need to know what's involved in going through. I've worked with many people counseling, and they'd say, we just got to get a divorce. And I'd say, do absolutely everything you can to not do that, because there's so many consequences that most people don't know about. I bet. Uh, What are the top reasons people get a divorce that you've seen over the years? I think mostly they've given up on meeting each other's needs. Yeah and loving them like they should, and many distractions, and so many temptations that they've been taken away from their first love. First of all, their love with Jesus, Mm -hmm. and then their love for their spouse. Believe it or not, too, I also think from our work that a big reason why marriages don't make it is people just simply do not know each other very well. (laughs) They don't know each other as well as they thought they did, and they don't know each other's needs. They know their own needs, and they can be very focused on their own needs that are not being met, but they don't often know their their partner's needs. And by going through your divorce for both of you and then coming together, because of the insane experience you had in the previous marriage, did that help both of you know I don't even know how to say that, like what you can do better as a person and what you're looking for in your future spouse to make sure they don't have the bad qualities of the previous spouse. I don't know how to say it where it sounds right. (laughs) No, it should be no. Yeah. So going through a divorce is like the refiner's fire. (laughs) And it, it, it cautions you about things you could have done better in the first marriage, uh, the mistakes that you've made. And so learning how to forgive yourself and forgive that person uh, sets you up for a better relationship with somebody else because you're now retrained and mostly focused on Jesus getting you through all the difficulties that are involved in 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 a divorce. That makes complete sense. If you don't mind me asking, how long were both of you single after your first marriage before you found each other? About two years, I think it was, yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. not a long period of time. No. But uh, it was, we just fell into this situation, both (laughs) kind of surprised by it. Mm -hmm. And it's a long story, but someday we'll write another book about it. You might (laughs) might be really interested. (laughs) Can you give us a, I know it sounds nuts, a one minute bullet point version of you're both single, doing your thing. Did you meet at Publix? Did you meet, you know, when you were walking a dog at a park? Give us a little bullet points of where you met and how this happened. So I had been working with Young Life. I was on Young Life staff. <sighs> Love Young Life. And so I'm glad to hear that. It's the best Christian youth organization in the world. And so I was doing some consultant work, or I was invited to do some consultant work to help set up a youth ministry at a church. And Nancy worked at that church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, interviewed and she was part of the interviewing process. She doesn't like me to say this, but she voted no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, so we spent some time Not together. True. And ultimately, we went to coffee, and, and it just seemed like, wow, we got a lot in common. We're both hurting a lot, and we can learn a lot from each other. So that was mm-hmm. the beginning of our relationship. Right. <laughs> that That's just fantastic. Okay, we're going to just 
dive right into this beast. Should someone who is thinking of marrying again feel guilty? I, I think that there's a lot of guilt and shame that comes with any, uh, uh, a lot of guilt and shame that comes with anybody that's gotten divorced. And there's a need for the, a cleansing to take place after the divorce. Um, the guilt will be there for a long period of time, I believe, but there's promises from the scriptures that God will give us redemption. Uh, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. And so that's what that's the spot we I had to move into is to get to that spot to say, I did my best, didn't work out, God forgives me, and I can move on because of him. Nancy, is there anything you'd like to add in the mix? Well, I think that everybody feels a certain amount of guilt uh, around divorce, but it, it has a lot to do with the circumstances. I mean, some people's divorce ends because of their behavior and some people's divorce end because of someone else's behavior. And even if neither of those is the bottom line, I think both of us felt a lot of guilt about what it put our children through. Both of us felt a lot of guilt about our religious beliefs around divorce. And um, so I think there's always guilt, but Again, we weren't looking for another relationship in any way. And when God brings something along, I think it, it sends us back to those beliefs that we have about God's love for us, God's forgiveness, um, God's desire for us to have a full and beautiful life. And if we trust in that, uh, he helps us to set that guilt aside. Not only were we not looking for someone else while we were in our previous marriages, we weren't looking for anybody once we were out of our marriages either. <laughs> you know, that's what we meant before. I don't think either of us ever expected we would ever be married again. I think we were very focused on well, the pain, the guilt of going through a divorce, but also our children and what was going on with them. And I think mm -hmm. our main focus is on our children. So I think that when God brings along a new relationship and you're kind of shocked by the whole notion of it, and yet he just makes it so clear that this is the right thing to do with no questions about it, uh, then I think, you know, you have to start looking at that. And from a practical point of view, it made a great deal of sense for us and for our, our five children as well at the time. I don't know if that exactly answers it, but it was just, there's not much you can say. It was just so obvious to both I, of us. So, I absolutely yeah. love it. And the fact that you're not rushing it, forcing it to happen, or looking once you're in the single mode again says a lot that we can't rush God. Like God knows the perfect plan and we shouldn't take it in our, in our own hands, which I'm telling myself that as I'm telling America that I'm in the same boat with all of it. I teach myself as I'm talking. It's pretty funny. You think I listen to myself more often. Um, it's ridiculous. <laughs> all right. Can I add something to that? Tina? Yes. I really think that, you know, in our book, we talk a great deal about st stages of healing and uh, stages of closure that people have to go through. But the bottom line is uh, there are a lot of people whose marriages end 
and way too soon they're out searching for another relationship. And, you know, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why so many second marriages or remarriages don't make it. It's not the only reason, but it's one of them. And I, I think that when you've done the proper healing for yourself and closure, you're going to be okay if you never marry again. You know, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good with me. I'm good with God. And I'm probably going to live alone the rest of my life. And I'm good with that. And I think when a person gets to that stage, that's a pretty good indication they might be ready for, for a new relationship and not before that. <laughs> I, I, you gave me chills saying that. That makes complete sense because then you're not looking to get married to fulfill a need for yourself. It's just an extra blessing that God's bringing into your life. I absolutely love that. Um, fantastic. And the book you're referring to, your fantastic book, Marrying Again, 52 Devotions to Prepare Your Heart and Mind for Marriage After Divorce. Ron and Nancy Keller, absolutely fantastic book. It needs to be read by every person considering getting remarried again or just after divorce to heal again. We're going to be back to talk more with you two. Don't move. I promise some great questions here to wrap up this episode right after this. Can we trust what's written in the book of Genesis? How could a flood cover the entire earth? And where do dinosaurs fit in the Bible? Find the answers to these questions and more at the ICR Discovery Center in Dallas. Bring family and friends to experience the wonders of creation through our exhibit hall and stunning planetarium shows. Experience the origins of our universe. Step aboard Noah's Ark, chill in our Ice Age theater, meet the founders of science, encounter animatronic animals, and so much more. Our scientists' work is on display in the current research exhibit, and our biology research laboratory showcases our experiments. And don't forget to shop the Discovery Store for t-shirts, books, gifts, and more. Discover how science confirms the Bible today. Bring your family and friends to the ICR Discovery Center in Dallas. To plan your visit, go to icr.org slash Tina. That's icr.org slash T-I-N-A. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. You've got to check out some of the cleanest, healthiest meat in the nation. Good Ranchers is committed to bringing you American meat that will nourish your family delivered straight to your front door. We are now hooked on Good Ranchers, eating their meat several times a week. They have a lot of excellent packages to choose from right there at GoodRanchers.com. Check it out immediately and get some meat on your table for the holidays. You can choose your boxes, Ranchers Classic, Holiday Helper, Prime Pork Box, 
Many, many options to choose from. Only 100% American farm-raised meat. USDA prime and upper choice quality. No mRNA vaccines or antibiotics. And if you didn't see that series a couple weeks back, you got to check it out. The elites are pumping mRNA and many of our meat sources in this country. And who knows what's being shipped in from other communist nations like China. So go to GoodRanchers.com, stock up and save $30 off your first box as a bonus by using the code word TINA at checkout. That's right, 30 bucks off using code TINA at checkout. A pressing question I've received over the years, speaking around this globe, parents come up to me after I get done talking and say, what do I do in this situation? I'm divorced or now I'm remarried, but my ex-husband, previous marriage, um, let's the kids play these video games or be influenced by their friends over here or go to drinking parties. Or the dad is like, I'm really trying to walk with the Lord, but my ex-wife is just wild. She has different guys over at the house whenever my kids are over there. This is a massive problem. It really is. So if a person has an ex-spouse who isn't a Christian, how do they protect their kids from the ex-spouse influence? It's a major problem. It is. Yeah. It's a great question, and it's a hard one to answer, except that the Christian couple or the Christian who remarries and now has children who go back and forth, which is the way most families right. are right now, which is difficult for children, incidentally. The going back and forth is very hard, especially if the values in one home is different from the other. And so in our case, we we had some very clear boundaries that we were going to have with our kids in our home. And we couldn't be too concerned about what was going to happen in the other home. Um, and so uh, we never said anything about the other home. We weren't critical. We never said bad things. We intentionally avoided any kind of inharmonious activity between us. And so, but we, our home was saturated in prayer and the scriptures and loving our kids and loving them enough to protect them and to cl make clear with them what was what was true and right and what's not and um so that was the start of our stuff and so we, we could talk uh, for another couple of hours about this because kids are torn between these two different sets of values and they they can do things in the other side yeah appropriate and we as parents on this side it's not necessarily that we're always right and they're wrong we're not being judgmental about it but we just see our kids suffer because they don't get the kind of encouragement they need the guidance they need and what's so tough and nancy i want you to comment on this too is i hear a lot of parents would tell me if they're walking with the lord chances are the person i'm talking to is the one walking with the lord They've got kids in an environment where they're trying to pray over the kids every day and um, instill the godly values and raise the standards and just lead them in the right direction. It just gets very frustrating when they see that their kids are being swayed by Satan because it's such an evil prevalence in our culture today that even a weekend away with the other ex-spouse the kids gravitate towards getting whatever they want. That's usually the, the story of what I hear. They get to get whatever they want, go shopping, buy what they want, date who they want, stay out as late as they want, because typically I'm thinking the other ex-spouse wants the kids to possibly favor them more than the other right. spouse because they get yeah. to live and be who they want to be with no boundaries. 
And a lot right. of times these poor Christian parents see their kids being stripped by the world because if the kids don't, it's so hard to explain, but the kids are just wanting what their friends have. The pressure is great. And a lot of times they cave. And I hear exactly what you're saying. So what can you give for advice and encourage the Christian parent who is trying everything they can, but they're about to wave that white flag? Yeah. Well, we actually experienced all of those things and firsthand, and it was very, very difficult. And it's very, very difficult to watch your kids try to navigate two very different worlds like that, knowing that they're at the age where they are very impressionable yep. and you really worry. But I guess the best advice that we could give is to trust in the power of prayer. You know, we cannot change what goes on in the other household. And I want to reiterate what Ron said, bad mouthing or saying anything negative about the other household, the other spouse, uh, does not work in your favor, trust me. I mean, in spite of the divorce, children love and are very loyal to both of their parents. So if you're the parent that starts speaking negatively about their, about their parent, you're the one that will pay the price in the kid's eyes. So um, pray, trust in the power of prayer, and take the high road. That's what we tried to do. We just tried to take the high road all the time and trust that the kids were eventually going to get old enough, mature enough to kind of sort it out for themselves. And in our case, that was really true. So um, we really thank God about that all the time. Nancy, Ron, when we come back, a very huge pressing question. How do we navigate others judging us for our decisions to marry again? Can't wait to hear your answer right after this. Here are seven signs you may have a parasite. My biggest issue, because I did have parasites, was teeth grinding, skin irritation, and unexplained digestive issues. The other indication that you could have a parasite is eating after 7 p.m. and craving sugar. My name is Kim. I'm the worm queen and the inventor of the Parify Kit. Let's go over it. Parify. It's your parasite cleanse. Sustain. It's your candida and your bad bacteria cleanse. Metal flush. It's your heavy metal detox. Cinnabon. It's your binder. You take Parify and metal flush three times a day and sustain two times a day. You can take them all together. The kit comes with instructions. Cinnabon is your binder and you take that at night. We have a nut-free option. We ship worldwide. The Parify Kit is for ages three and up. Use Tina as your 10% discount code. Find it on rogersu.com. We have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Right to Life, Military and First Responders. My name's Scott. I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? No more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now. If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the, that's the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative. My pronouns are Bible believer, gun carrier, and mom 
Paula Bear. We are the nation's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Switch today at PatriotMobile.com. For free activation, use promo code TINA. Nancy, I'm going to give you the curveball question of the hour right here. How do we navigate others judging us for our decision to marry again? Yep, it's a hard one for sure. Uh, I experienced that myself, and it was very, very difficult within my very own family. And they meant the world to me. So it was very difficult to feel that I was honestly estranged from them for some period of time because of it. Uh, But as we said at the beginning of the show, when you are certain that God has brought this relationship into your life and it is blessed by him, then I think it gives you the strength to carry on and move on and not worry about what other people are thinking. And uh, over a period of time, many of those very same people may see the relationship and kind of change their tune or change their attitude about it. And I think that happened in our situation. Everybody out there, obviously, maybe even yourself, but you know someone that has gone through remarriage, through divorce, any aspects we're talking about today. So get a hold of Ron and Nancy's book, Marrying Again, 52 Devotions to Prepare Your Heart and Mind for Marriage After Divorce. You have a phenomenal website, ronkellerassociates.com. And on there, we can learn more about your consulting and counseling services. Once again, at ronkellerassociates.com. You two nailed it today. Thank you so much for giving your expertise. You guys rock, go out there, keep making a difference. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids.